Thank you for tuning in to Talk Amongst Friends. Today we're going to be discussing the COVID-19 vaccines and whether or not we will be taking those vaccines. So our hope is that you find something you can relate to. Thanks again. You're listening to Talk Amongst Friends. Tonight I have my guest here. Uh, my co-host is not here tonight, so it'll just be myself, Kayleen, and Cody. Um, we're going to discuss tonight the COVID vaccines and uh, whether or not people are going to get vaccinated and why or why not. So welcome, Cody. Glad you're here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Awesome. I mean, we're sitting here. It's 1.30 at night. We're both probably kind of tired, but he's my late crew guy. He's always hanging out with me. We're always gaming at night. But um, so I've known him forever. Anyway, um, so what I did this week was I posted up on my Facebook, um, what, what do people think about the vaccine and will they take it if they are offered this vaccine? And so, as we know, there are two vaccines currently, it's it's the, uh, the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine. Um, the Moderna was just approved today by the FDA here in the United States and the Pfizer's been approved. So that is what we're going to be talking about. So I posted this up on my Facebook. And so I just did the math. It looks like I got 23 responses out of those responses. 18 said that they would definitely take the virus for numerous reasons, which we'll talk about. And I had four people that were undecided and I had one definitive no, just one person, but we didn't get an explanation on why she doesn't want to take the vaccine. Um, I know that I myself, I'm sitting on the fence. Uh, I'm leaning more towards taking it now after talking to people and reading up a little bit on it and trying to find out, you know, more for myself on how I want to do this. And um, as you all know, I work for 911. So we are in that pool to be able to, to get the vaccine. And um, so I've been talking to, to Cody a little bit tonight and Cody, what are your thoughts on this vaccine? I'm mixed on it. Um, I'm going to be taking it. I already know that. I'm gonna, If I get the opportunity, I'm going to take it. However, looking at my family and everybody I've talked to and friends, and I'm kind of worried about how this vaccine is coming off to the public. Everybody's saying it's, it's rushed. It's not tested. There's no science behind it. But if you really dig into it and look at it and the facts behind it, this is something that they've been developing for decades. Decades. This isn't just a COVID vaccine. The mechanics behind this vaccine have been around specifically for a pandemic. Right. And all they have to do is plug in the material from the individual pandemic to make the vaccine. Right. So what you're saying, some other person just said the same thing you did, that this is not a vaccine that has not been around for a long time. I mean, hang on. That has not been worked on for a long time. That's how we feel. We're thinking that it hasn't been worked on, but this other person said the same exact thing you did, that they've been in the works for decades, that this is not just something that, hasn't been worked on. It's just this strain is, is different. Coronavirus itself has been around for a long time. Oh yeah. COVID-19 has not. 
So, um, so the research has, has been done in the background. It's been being done, right? So it, they're saying that that's why they were able to develop this so quickly. So with hearing that and then just hearing you say the same thing, that kind of pushed me more towards going ahead and doing this because I had my doubts too. I've been sitting on the fence this whole time. Like, I, I mean, I was with you, like, hey, hang on a minute. They said 18 months just to develop a virus. I mean, just to develop a vaccine. And here we are nine months later. But we also know that this has been around a lot longer than they're telling us too. I truly believe that. However, I mean, it seems like the so- the science seems solid behind it. Um, I- I'm more to the point where I'm going to go ahead and get it. I mean, like, like you said earlier, I, I, people didn't hear you you talk about this because we were talking amongst ourselves. <laughs> but <laughs> when, when you said that, um, now I lost my point where I was going. Um, you were talking about, I, I lost my train of thought. That's great. That's great, people. It happened. I'm, it works. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. But Cody and I were talking about this beforehand, and I totally just lost my point, what I was, what I was going to say because he brought up out oh, actually brought up a really good point that that i know now sorry old people old people things happen in here but uh he was talking about how he would feel differently about the virus and the vaccine had not other countries jumped on the bandwagon right yep. cody Definitely. what was it that that made you think that like tell me that you told me that earlier so so my thing with this is this virus has been so politicized it's been it's it's a massive public health emergency but everybody that i have pretty much everybody i've heard from has been oh no this virus was created because it's election year because of trump because of biden that this was created around them to for whatever political purposes that's not how this works at all but Seeing other countries approving these vaccines for emergency use authorizations before we do kind of pushes it over the edge that, hey, this isn't a USA only thing. We all know the virus is worldwide, but with these vaccines coming out and other countries taking the first step to approve it to get it out to their citizens kind of says that everybody who's creating this whole politicized virus way in the wrong. This is if, if we were the first ones to jump in and approve it, I would be a little bit more wary that it's, I, I, I wouldn't say that I believe the politicized. I know hundred percent don't, but it kind of leans into the, well, they created this virus. Now they're coming up with a solution for it on their own. And they don't need the rest of the world's help. Now that the UK has was the first one to jump in and right. approve Pfizer. Right. And then we approved it a week later. It's kind of... Well, we're know. not number one either no. anymore, right? Like, uh, no. so, but when you said politicize it, you know what, you know what made it political, I think, in the beginning was the fact that our current government did nothing. Like they just sat back and, was, and, and you know, we, we heard him. We heard him say, oh, it's just like the flu. It'll be gone. It'll be here one day and whoop, it'll be gone. Really? I, like, I, yeah. I mean, 
That's what politicized it to me was the fact that our government didn't take the necessary steps in the first place to protect its citizens. Now, that's why I think it became so polarizing in politics, because our government did not make the move. Not only that, we had no pandemic team anymore. He fired everybody because he's like, well, why are we going to have all these people sitting around doing nothing, being paid? Really? While your ass is off golfing, being paid. So I don't understand that. So I think that was why it became political is because our government did not step up and do what they needed to do. I mean, even now they're saying that we were offered, you know, all these uh, vials, you know, and we, we were like, oh, we don't need that many. And we like turn that shit down. Well, that's dumb. You know, um, why so, turn down the one thing that can help the entire country? Right. So I think that's why it became political. I think that's exactly why it was it was political. I mean, he said flat out, we've all heard it. It's a recording. It's real. I know some of you Republicans don't believe this shit, but it is real. He did, in fact, say that he's always wanted to downplay it, that he's always downplayed. Oh, it yeah. his, his, his thing is he didn't want to create panic. Get the hell out of here. Didn't want to create panic. And then at the very beginning in March said, oh, I guarantee you it will be gone by Easter. Right, right. And we are looking at December 31st. We still have, I mean, our hospitals are are full. What are they going to do? What's going to happen to people that are genuinely sick with heart attacks and they can't even get the care that they need because we have too many COVID people taking up every single damn room? I mean, there we, we are not only facing other types of medical issues in the United States, but now with this pandemic, it's taken over the hospitals. I mean, hospitals have had to make wards out of parking structures, parking uh-huh. structures. And then he's gone to politicize that by tweeting that that was fake. That's man. That is crazy to me. That, that is so crazy. I cannot wait till January 20th. It cannot come any sooner. Let the adults take over and get this pandemic under, under some sort of control because you're right. This is worldwide right now. Traveling on a plane is just not safe. You know, it's just not safe to travel on a plane, to probably travel on a train. I mean, it might be safer on a train because you could totally social distance. But the problem is our airlines aren't really social distancing. They're not they're not giving up every other seat. That's not happening. These 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 planes are packed, packed with people in masks, you know, and and we all know masks are 100 percent. But I tell you this, I'm wearing a mask because I care about the people around me. And definitely. And another thing I want to mention is this vaccine, just because you get vaccinated does not mean you can roll around without a mask on. You can become a carrier still. You can still get it. These vaccines are to temper the effects of COVID, right? Yeah. So these vaccines, one other major misconception with these vaccines is that they contain the actual virus. They don't. They, they co- don't contain any virus at all. These vaccines are built specifically to narrow the symptoms. Just cut the symptoms down so you're not deathly ill, but you can still become infected. You can still become a carrier. You can still pass it off. You just won't be curled up in a ball in bed, hopefully not in a hospital bed, hopefully not in an ICU with a ventilator you'll be able to live your life but still be infected right? And still be a carrier. You're just not right. going to die from it. Right. And you're not going to get the major, major um, effects of, uh, of it. They're saying, you know, you're not going to get the, 
you know, you're probably not going to be on a ventilator. But, um, you know, I was just I read an article, I was reading something that, you know, made me think, okay, because one of my questions was, and I know numerous people out there, even on my Facebook, how were the vaccines made so fast, right? So I read I read an article, and it was stating that historically, vaccines have taken years to develop, right? And that like, I guess that the quickest vaccine that was ever approved was the mumps vaccine. And that took like four years to develop. Um, and it was the fastest to be approved for hu- for use in humans. Um, but I guess with this vaccine, what they did was they developed messenger RNA vaccines. Um, and I guess that's a little bit different than, you know, these other vaccines that they have been working on, but they're saying that they were able to do this fast because their work started before there was even a known case in our country. And exactly known case. I mean, I think people had it long before, but they didn't know what it was. Oh yeah. I mean, this was part of the conversation that you and I had earlier where I had it. I had it back in early January where they're saying the first case here was in late January. I I don't think that I've heard people back in October. Exactly. They're saying I've heard as far back as October, November, but in at least in Arizona, the first officially confirmed case was late January. Right. I, I had it like beginning of January, first, second week of January. And then once I got over it, I went and got the the antibody test once those were available, and sure enough, tested positive. Ah, uh, gotcha. That was so one of the worst things. For, you tested positive for the antibodies. Yes. Which means you could have been passing that shit around to everybody. Yep. And not and known was, it. No, and that was back in January before anything we knew anything. There were no lockdowns. There was right. no right. quarantine. True. But that same two-week period that I had it, my entire office, was we sick? all, oh, we were all deathly sick. Wow. Well, and it, I it mean, wasn't like, we got lucky. It wasn't everybody at once. It was one person got over it. The yeah. next one got it almost the next day. Yeah, you got lucky because, um, you know... I, I too got the antibody test and I didn't have them. Tina didn't have it. So, um, but, um, so back, back to what I was talking about is how they made this vaccine so fast. They were saying that they actually shared like things online, a template for RNA vaccines and that this is an RNA vaccine and that you basically, it's not required. It doesn't have the same time consuming requirement steps such as, you know, like, like growing ingredients, like in chicken eggs and stuff like that, you know, like the flu vaccine, how, you know, it, it has egg in it or whatever, but they're saying that, um, they didn't have to, it's an RNA. So it's totally different. And that's how they got it pushed through so quickly. Well, that, and with this vaccine, this is a, as we've already said, a worldwide pandemic when they're doing the trials for these, it's not hard to detect what will and will not work because we already know what the symptoms are, how fast they can kick in. If you don't have it after 14 days, then you're probably not going to have symptoms with these vaccines. When they're doing the trials, they're doing the trials on different versions of the vaccines while they're still in development. So they're able to test them almost on the fly to see how well they're working. That's why the, the 18 months of, uh, testing didn't happen. It's because they were working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just constantly running clinical trials. At the same time, they're developing the next version of the vaccine. Hmm. That's yeah. One, 
one article that I literally just read earlier today went on and on about how it didn't take long at all because you can easily tell what infected people look like, what infected people don't look like. And they're just filing all of this, these results on the spot rather than trying to lump up an entire clinical trial and file it and get all the data at the end. They're doing it day by day, hour by hour and comparing notes worldwide with scientists everywhere. Right. I mean, so there, the efficiency of both of these, the Moderna and the Pfizer is like showing that they have similar um, efficacy at 95%. So that's, that's pretty damn good. And, you know, they are using the RNA, which is totally different than, you know, regular vaccines. I don't know. I mean, you know, I think we also talked about how, how people, you know, we get, we get the flu vaccine every year, right? I mean, uh-huh. whether or not it's gonna prevent, you know, I see my thoughts are just all over the place with this whole entire subject, but you think about it, you, they, they make a vaccine every freaking year for that. And we still take that. Right. I mean, they just, they, they guess basically which strain is going to be that strain for that year but it doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get the flu. Right. So oh yeah, this is different from the flu. Absolutely. I mean, this thing is, I mean, this thing kills more people, you know, than the flu. I mean, the flu is like what? 44,000 a year. This thing's over 300,000 people already. Yep. And we just hit record breaking cases today, 251,000 cases just today. Wow. Yeah. So it looks like uh, the U.S. has purchased 100 million doses of uh, Moderna, Moderna's vaccine. I don't know how many of the, the other ones we have for Pfizer. I think it says um, there will be 6 million doses of Moderna that uh, will be shipped, they're saying, to 3,200 sites. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure. And then the Pfizer, I guess, only went out to 636 sites. So my guess is that you're probably going to get the Moderna depending on when you get it. Um, and they're saying that you don't have a choice to pick, obviously, that you're just going to get whatever they have available. So I'm not sure like how long it's going to take for me to get it because um, we have to fill out this form. I'm sure we have to go through the questionnaire and then they have to let us know when it's a go and when we can call and we can make our appointment and then we get in. Um, I know that there are some people on my at my job that are opting out of it, and there are some people that are opting in. Um, I think Tina and I are to the point where we're going to opt in. Um, it wasn't it, it. This decision didn't come. I knew I would have to make it shortly because I have to fill out the paperwork and and the stuff because I got the email yesterday. Um, however, I knew that I would have to make a decision fairly quickly. I don't know. I, maybe they gave us ten days. I haven't really looked at it because I think I heard Tina mention ten days today. But um, I'm not going to take that long to make my decision. I just kind of want to make a well-informed decision. I mean, you know, at first, like I said, I was a skeptic. I'm just like, you know, why is it taking them? Why, why are they developing this so quickly? But, you know, I believe in science. And um, I'm sorry, I'm not going to believe in religious immunity. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, in, in my head, you know, because I read this article where this preacher was like, don't get the vaccine just pray to God 
you know, and, and you'll get immunity. You know what? No, shut up. That's like, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and you're going to live. No, fuck that. You know, in my mind, science, science is here for a reason. I mean, if you have any belief in a higher power, what you think, what do you think science is? We're given free will. That's all part of it. You know, we wouldn't have medical miracles and all these medical things happening, you know, if we weren't meant to use our own brains and get this stuff taken care of. So, I mean, there you have it. I mean, I, I'm in the same exact same boat. My my issue is with my job, I'm not one of the f- front row right. people to get it. Right. Although I'm still working. I'm working in a very public place. Right. 40, 44,000 square foot building. I'm not going to say the company, but 44,000 square foot. My The capacity of my building is a little over 2,000 people. Wow. And what kind of business is it? I mean, you could tell us what kind of business it is. Yeah, I can say it is an international bowling alley and arcade. And it's still open, people. It is still open. open. I won't even tell you what state it's in, but still, there are states that are not shut down, who have not shut down, who have basically refused to shut down. And these are the kind of jobs that are still open. I mean, we're talking about an arcade. We're talking about a place where it's got to be a super spreader place. How are you guys keeping it sanitized? So we've gone really strict with it. Although our government, our local government and the state are doing basically nothing. Our company has gone full on just psychopath with sanitization. Well, that's good. So every, as soon as you come in the building, every employee, manager, whatever, temp check, health check immediately. Face masks at all times. If you're a customer facing position, you're wearing a face mask and a face shield and you're behind plexiglass shields. What do you mean? Like you guys, so if I'm standing at Pac-Man <laughs> per mm-hmm. se, what'd you do? Put a shield around it or just half of it like on the side, so, on the sides? Out on the game floor? No. Yeah. Um, it, that's going to be just face masks for customers. Employees are going to face mask and a plastic face shield as well. At the registers though is where you're going to have face mask, face shield, Gotcha. The plexiglass covering yeah. the registers yeah. and the customer with the face mask as well. So there's like four sure. layers of protection there. So basically like, are you like no face masks only when you're eating? Yeah. Uh, no drink- face masks uh, while you're eating and drinking. All right. However, eating and drinking is limited to only two areas in the building, gotcha. the dining room and the yep. bowling lanes. Uh-huh. We don't allow any Good. food to travel through the building. We don't allow no alcohol to travel through the building, no sodas. I'll say we're in a desert state, so we do allow water bottles. Okay. Uh, we our water fountains are disabled, but we do allow right. water bottles. Okay, it's in it's inhumane it, if we say no to that. Right? No, it uh, makes sense. I mean, if you have a water bottle, then I guess that makes sense. I mean, if it's yes. yours, your personal water bottle, whatever that that makes sense, then. Yep, um, and then we're strict on the no outside food or drink. Yep. You cannot come into our building. Our building is attached to a mall. We're an anchor store of a of a of an actual regional mall, so is food full, court, like, movie theater, mall? full full open. It's not. It's it's an it's a full mall. Are they requiring um, masks? <clears throat> requiring yes, enforcing no. Mm, gotcha. So basically, if I walk up there and I'm like, I ain't wearing a mask, I'm good to go. Uh, in the mall, yes. In my building, no. You will get yourself kicked out so fast. Yeah. Um, well, if so. The company that I work for made it a recommendation for 
for customers to wear masks. Um, my location at the time of us reopening had eight managers, our GM plus the department managers and supervisors. And we all unanimously, unanimously told corporate, if it's not recommend or if it's not required, we're not opening. We will just walk out the doors now. Right. So we made it required. If you, if, if employees are forced to wear a mask, everybody is forced to wear a mask. Absolutely. No exceptions. Absolutely. And I patronize your business then for sure. I totally patronize your business. Um, our businesses here are also required to have masks, but man, you would not believe the people that try to walk in these places without their masks on. I'm just like, oh, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, you know, what cracks me up is everybody's trying to hide. This infringes on my, no, you know, it doesn't. My, my liberties and my, no, no. I mean, you have to wear a goddamn shirt and shoes to go into somewhere. So why is it such a big deal to wear a mask to go into somewhere? It's not that big of a deal. I mean, this is the one time you could wear a damn mask every day and it's not Halloween. Right? And especially I mean, now we're in the winter. That mask is helping keep your face warm. It is. You know what? I'm surprised. <laughs> You're absolutely good point. Good damn point. That is so true. I was but, like, I was like, I kind of like this. Like I was like, right? I was my nose wasn't all frozen, right? And um, I, I am just amazed that people are like, you know, this infringes on my rights as a human. Get the hell out of here. Jesus so Christ. I'm, help pa- it, help I'm, it. I'm very passionate about that very subject. Yeah. Because coming from where I work in management, where I work, yeah, if you say it infringes on your rights, cool. That's on you. It may infringe on your rates out in wherever you are. The second you step onto public or off public property into a private business in private property, your rights are gone. I can tell you no. I can tell you no for whatever reason I want, and you got to go with no. So, our rules is masks, no matter what. I don't care if it's a health reason that you don't wear it. If you have a health reason that you can't wear a mask, why are you? In, why are you in public? Yeah, Why are you in public? Yep. Um, there's, I think, only twice we have made an exception for that. And it was for small children that were autistic and could not take the mask off in an emergency. That is our one rule is if you cannot use your hands to put a mask on or off yourself, then we're not going to enforce it because it comes a safety hazard for you. Right. Otherwise, otherwise if you are able to put a mask on your face physically, you are wearing a mask. And if you don't like it, there's the front door. Our customer service around this has been non-existent. I don't care. It is my life. It is my employees' lives. My employees are not paid enough to deal with you being a lot of things that I can't say because I could lose my job, among other things. Put on the damn mask. Otherwise, don't go to businesses that are going to force you to wear it because you're causing problems for the managers that have to enforce it. Do we like enforcing it? No. It's the worst part of my day. I right. have been cussed. I have been cussed at. I have been punched. I have been spit wow. on. I, you, you name it, it's happened. Wow. But, yeah. That, that to me is you know so crazy that, that people are just losing their shit over wearing a mask. It's like, you know – you're protecting yourself, but you're also protecting other people. It's, I mean, sometimes things are bigger than you are. And, um, it's like a lot of people don't understand that. And that's, Oh yeah. 
kind of like this whole political thing, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, it's like all these, I mean, think about this shit. We had 70 million people vote for Trump after this failed administration. Why? And then we had what, how many, almost 80 million vote for, for Biden. That means half of the fucking United States that voted, voted for Trump. And this guy has incited violence. He has incited um, hate. He has incited hate on levels that that just, you know, black people, gay people. I mean, you name it. You know what I mean? And it, it upsets me because I'm like, how can you how can you actually support a man like that and then turn around and try to say you support me? Nah. Oh, yeah. So I ran into this at work. Um, how strict are you in here with, like, slurs? <laughs> you can <laughs> say what you want as long okay. as you're not going directly to somebody. You know what I nope. mean? So- okay. So story time. Um, back in September, I had a gentleman who decided he didn't want to wear his mask. He ended up at, at the end of the story, he got arrested. Um, decided he saw my wristwatch, which I have a Apple watch with a rainbow band, mm-hmm. and decided to call me a Biden-loving, cock-sucking faggot. Wow. Wow. And as his Trump mask is hanging around his neck. <laughs> they have a Trump mask? <laughs> he had a Trump mask. He oh. Eventually, he, him and his son both got arrested for threats and intimidation, disturbing the peace... Uh, among other things, but how can you do, how can you go and vote for somebody that incites that kind of hatred in somebody? Mm. I agree. I agree. But at the same time, you know, we are way off subject, but at the same time, oh yeah, we are. all these Trump people and all these, all these you know, there's a lot of Republicans that don't believe that this shit is real. And I'll tell you what, a lot of people don't believe that this this is real because it hasn't affected their bubble per se, which is what I always say. Like people, people are, you know, like seriously, if I really wanted to stay in Kayleen's bubble, right? My bubble is fucking fantastic. Okay, let's be real. If I stayed in my bubble, I'd be happy all the time because my bubble is fantastic. I have my own house. I have my own car. I'm about to get married to the person that is my best friend. Um, my mom is here. My mom is healthy. Um, I have a job. I get paid. And I don't have to worry about much, right? So if I just stayed in my own bubble and I worried about Kayleen's bubble, then my life is good. But I look outside myself because whatever happens in society, that can affect me too. My taxes are affected by stuff, you know? Um, So it's like, I am just amazed by the people that are refusing to wear masks, that are refusing to help other people. I mean, these are our neighbors. Whether or not you like your neighbor down the street or not, they're still a human being. And I don't know. I, I just... I just think you need to be, if you want to be part of society, fine. If you don't want to be part of society and you want to be a douchebag, guess who has a shit ton of land you can go move to? It would be Alaska. Alaska, dude. You oh, yeah. Zero. Go out there, make your own house, cut your own wood, freeze your ass off, go live there. Bye. Later. Guess what? They'll, they'll pay you to move there. 
I mean, I'm sure they would. So I'm like, we are just, humans are just so egocentric. Like we just Mm -hmm. only give a shit about ourselves and it's sad. It's very sad. Um, You know, I may be progressive. I may be a Democrat. Do I believe in every single damn thing that the Democrats do? Absolutely not. That is absolutely not true. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm progressive, but I'm, I'm a moderate too, because at the same time, I also believe you need to work hard for, 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 for what you got. I mean, I've worked hard for every damn thing I've had. Um, uh-huh. you know, after high school, nobody handed me shit. I've done all this on my own and, you know, I believe in hard work. I'm not one of those people that believes everybody gets a blue ribbon. That's bullshit. That's like at field day. Okay. If you're the fastest runner, well, guess what? Damn it, you're gonna get the blue ribbon, right? One, two, and three. It's like gold, silver, and bronze. Damn, sorry you missed it, but I still believe in that. And call me old school, whatever. I still coach like that. I very much coach like that. You know, you have to earn your time. But at the same time, you know, we're a community, and people don't think of community first. You know, but that's why I wear a mask when I go out to the store, not just because it's required to wear one in the store, but it's, it's the right thing to do. It's the right. Do do I want to live this way forever? No, no, I do not want to live this way forever. Does it suck? Fuck yeah, this shit sucks. No, yes, it does. I mean, staying six feet apart from people that I love and I can't even hug you. Yeah, that's a problem. That sucks, dude. I mean, every day at work, man, I'd see certain people and we'd be like, hey, and we'd give each other a hug. We can't do that right now because either we're separated and they're at a different building than I am, or we just can't do it, right? I mean, people are, you know, giving each other elbows. And, you know, I had an experience when I went to the doctors this week. My doctor literally put his hand out to shake my hand, and I literally shook that shit. Not once, but twice, because it was it's so natural, right? So he shook my hand when, when, he, when I met him, because I've never had him before, and they were doing an ultrasound on my leg. And then when he left and it was over, he shook my hand on his way out, and as soon as he walked out of there, I was like, oh, shit! Man, I was up there, and I was pumping. I was pumping that shit, and I was like, you know, all over my hands, and it was I was like, oh my God, because you just, sometimes you forget because it's so natural for you to do those certain things, right? So when you go to an interview, what do you do? You shake people's hands because handshakes are important. I mean, if you've got a dainty handshake, you probably ain't going to get that job. I'm just saying, but you know, put your hand out there, shake their hand. And when that happened, I was like, oh God, like, I realized, yeah, yeah I was like, I'm going to die from COVID. <laughs> I, I actually, actually, I didn't even think about it until like the second time. I mean, I knew I was like, I need to sanitize my hands. Right. But after the second time, it was just natural to do it again. And I was like, oh, shit. But like I said, I was like, ooh, sanitized. Da, da, da. But I'm okay. I feel fine. No problem. I'm, you know, I'm just fatigued. But I think I'm fatigued for other reasons because we've all, you know, been in this whole COVID mindset for a year now and it's uh, I'm over it. I am like so over it and it sucks for all of us. I understand that. But um I think I'm going to take that step and I think I'm going to go ahead and get the vaccine. I mean, at this point what do, what do I have to lose? I mean, seriously. You know what I mean? I mean, if it gives me bad side effects or whatever or if it prevents me 
from having those badass side effects and keeps my ass out of the hospital. I'm all for that. I am all for that. You know, um, I don't know, maybe do my job for society. I mean, hopefully I don't have any adverse effects from this. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody really knows how their, their body's going to react. We know that there are some people that have been anaphylactic afterwards and have had, you know, but at least they're right there and they can get the help they need. Cause I guess we were talking about earlier how they're, they're watching people for like at least 15 minutes you know, to make sure that they don't have these allergic reactions right away, which usually happen within minutes. So um, if you're not having those, you know, and if the worst side effect right now or the most, uh, I guess, the most reported side effect is just the area where you get the shot at, hey, that's like any shot, tetanus, anything. I mean, your arm hurts, right, for a day or two. So, you know, if that's, if that's the worst that's, that's happening, then I'm okay with that. And, you know, of course, there's probably some people that are having major side effects, but for the most part, it's not enough to keep you from getting the, the vaccine, right? So I think I'm more on the side of, yes, I'm going to get it. Am I a skeptic? A little bit, but I'm still going to get it because I believe in the science and I believe in science. You know, I, I mean, it's better than the old, you know, I guess what it's been for what the last nine months, it's almost like a survival of the fittest Darwinism, blah, 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 uh-huh. you know, and then herd immunity. I mean, did you hear about those emails that just came out about, about the Trump campaign stating that they wanted these people to get infected? And, you know, I was just like, Oh my God, like th- this is nuts. Like this is just insane. Like these people are literally like putting people's lives in danger. I mean, think about it. There's there's several high key people, figures in the government that went to his rallies that are dead, dead, Dave, dead. So you cannot you cannot come back from that. You just you know it's done. So I don't know. This isn't Call of Duty where you can just revive. Right, exactly. Or your friend could come pick you up and it's all right. Yeah, this is a video game land. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people just think not me, right? I mean, they were talking about how like there were people in the hospital dying. And up until they were dying, they were still like, I'm going to be fine. This isn't, COVID's not killing me. I'm good. And then they were dead. Like, seriously, we're still in denial, still in denial all the way to their deathbed. I mean- you think about it. There's been several articles about people saying, I'm not wearing a mask. I don't need to blah, blah, blah. This isn't real. And then literally, I mean, there's this guy on Facebook. This happened in July. Not forget this because it happened at the end of June. The guy was bragging on Facebook about how I'm not wearing a mask. Boop, boop, boop. This COVID stuff isn't real. And this was like the 28th. Okay. This is the 28th of, of freaking June. This fool was dead July 4th. You do the math. You did, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, this COVID is real." A little too late, but <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I I think I'm not going to be afraid to do this. I think I think I just need to do this since this is offered to me, and I have the opportunity to take advantage of this. That I, I should just do it. You know, um, we've batted this around, especially for the last 24 hours, Tina and I, on whether or not we're going to take that step. And I think we both are going to take that step. Absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and do it because it's right there. It's right in front of my face. That would be kind of stupid not to do it. I think at this point you you have, you have the ability to do it. 
Right. Whereas a lot of other people in the country don't. Yes, exactly what you're saying. I mean, I think if I have the opportunity to do it, I should take that opportunity because yes, there are other, you know, it's funny. My spiritual mother looked at me tonight and she said, well, if you're not going to take it, I'll go take it for you. And I, right? so we all started laughing because I was like, oh yeah, that's going to be funny when a white lady shows up. I mean, and she's like, well, yeah, we'll just tell them that it's my winter tan. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's my winter tone. Right. So we, we were just laughing about that. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, and I started, I started thinking about that. I'm like, okay, so she doesn't have the opportunity to take this right now, but I do. So yeah, I should probably take it. I should probably take it. Why turn it down? If you have that opportunity before everybody else does, you should probably take that opportunity. And there are going to be people that don't. I'm hoping that I don't get sick, but I'll keep everybody apprised of it when I do do it and uh, let everybody know how, the, how how it turns out. But I'm definitely going to go ahead and move forward with the vaccine. Yeah. My, my main thing with that is if you're offered it, take it. The... There are a lot of people saying that they're just going to wait for the herd immunity to kick in. But in order to get herd immunity, we need at least 70% of the country to get the vaccine. 70% of the country. And that's a high number. Um, And it's a very high number. Yeah. So if you want herd immunity to kick in, do something about it and be part of it. Be part of that herd immunity. If you're offered it and say, no, I'll just wait for it to kick in naturally. Well, it's not going to kick in naturally if everybody says that. Right. Right. And you're just dooming the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, and not only that, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with any other vaccines that we take, you know, sure. There's anti-vaxxers out there that aren't going to take it. We already know that, 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 that exists. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm far from an anti-vaxxer. I'm far from it. I, I personally don't like to get, I don't like to get the flu vaccine. Um, I get it about every other year. I haven't, I didn't get it this year, but I, I had it in 2003. I took the, the vaccine and I ended up getting the flu. Everybody's like, no, nah, it's not. From the, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I think I got it from that damn vaccine. I was <laughs> sick as shit. I have, I have never in my life, I will tell you this right now, you know, you hear people say, oh, I got the stomach flu. The stomach flu does not exist, first of all. There's no such thing. No. Secondly, the flu, okay? So in my entire life, I will tell you I've only ever had the flu once, and that is fact. Because once you get the flu, you never forget what that was like. You never, Ooh. ever forget what that was like. And it was in 2003. I mean, the fact that I can tell you when it was in 2003, it was March of 2003, and I was deathly sick. Like I literally thought my head was going to fucking explode. I thought I was going to die. I've never felt like this in my life. I couldn't get out of bed. I literally had to have people help me to the bathroom. And this was three days. I couldn't get out of bed. It was the absolute worst thing I have ever felt. Like my fucking skin hurt. Like I didn't want anybody to even fucking touch me. I was like, do not touch me. I hurt that bad. I was, I mean, I, and I've never felt like that since. Never felt like that before. Never felt like that after. I am telling you right now, the flu is not a fucking joke. I don't. So I can't even imagine what this feels like. Honestly, I cannot imagine what this must feel like because I have heard people be like, this was the worst thing I've ever felt in my life. I have literally heard that from people that have had it. But at the same time, I've also heard people that are like, I lost my taste of smell. 
you know, I mean, my, see, I'm tired. I lost. It's, it's, it's <laughs> it is two o'clock in the morning, two, two fifteen. I lost my sense of smell and taste, you know, and my body hurt. But, you know, I, I hear a lot of, I went outside and I thought I was fine and I thought I could walk or run. And then that lasted for like two minutes. And then I had to like go back. So, you know, I think it gives you that. So I've heard this, that it gives you that sense of one minute you're feeling like shit. And the next minute you think you're doing really good. And then you go and do something stupid. And then you're like, oh shit, no, I don't feel good. And then there's people that are having massive breathing problems, but there's people that aren't having the breathing problems. There's people that are having headaches, but you know, they're not, they didn't lose their sense of smell or their sense of taste. So it's, it's all over the place. This thing is all over the place. I guess it just depends on how your body deals with it and what symptoms you're going to get. Cause not everybody's getting the same symptoms, you know, like, like for example, the, the one that's going around at my job right now, not one of these people have reported a high fever. So I don't know what's going on. So you're not going to get all of these symptoms. You're going to get some of them. And I'm sure there's probably somebody that gets all of them. And then there's people that are on vents. And then there's people like afterwards that are having long-term effects. So this disease has a, this virus has a long-term effect too, where people are still experiencing other things, you know, like, like somebody at my job actually got Bell's palsy afterwards, which they're not sure how you get Bell's palsy, but it is linked to having fought a virus. So I would venture to guess that they're probably right, that that's how you get it. So he got it right after fighting this virus and he was on a ventilator. So, you know, this is real. All you naysayers, because you haven't had anybody in your little circle of friends get it, it's real. People are dying from this. I mean, we've had over 300,000 deaths. Here's the thing is people are like, well, 300,000, you know, it's just a number. Dude, 300,000 people. Do you understand that? That is a shit ton of people. Not only that, think about this. You could probably triple or quadruple that number, okay? Because over 300,000 people died and probably 600,000 people were affected by those 300,000 people dying, if not more. So that's a huge ass number and it's a huge effect that it is having on our society. There's got to be people out there that just aren't coping well with losing their loved ones. Nobody copes well when they lose loved ones and you shouldn't have to. I mean, this thing doesn't care how old you are. This thing is taking lives of children, teenagers, 20s, 30s, etc. Um, you know, I, I, will never, I will never forget this. In March, I read this call at work where somebody was staying in a motel that was put aside for COVID patients. And guess what? She died, dude. She, she was 30 years old, 30 man, that has not left my head. And there are some things that don't leave your head from what I do. And that's one of them that has not left my head. I was like, Oh my God, a 30 year old, 30 year old female died from COVID in March. And I have not forgotten that. And we are in December and that still haunts me. And all I did was read the call. It wasn't like I was there. Like I had to go in that room, but reading that call that they just found her dead. was just like, Oh my God. Like the realization of, of just how powerful this thing is. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to touch back up on you're talking about your your bubble and how if it doesn't directly impact you in your bubble, then it just doesn't exist. 
we were talking earlier about my sister. Mm-hmm. My sister is pregnant for the third third time right now. Mm-hmm. She's been having a bunch of uh, issues with her spleen, and it's been causing issues with the baby. But the doctors are all saying it's in her head. Mm. There's no problems at all. So she disappeared. She left the hospital that she was at, went to a different hospital in a different city up with my grandparents about 300 miles away and got told the same thing. We've seen, seen her firsthand that she is having issues. There is something wrong there. Mm. At one point she, she forgot how to drive. She forgot her name. She forgot her age. She forgot who I was. She forgot who my mother was, her husband, her kids, she did not know why she was in the labor and delivery unit of the hospital because she did not know she was pregnant. Wow. She's 26 weeks. She went back into the hospital in a different city <clears throat> just to find out they're not set up for premature labor. They're not set up with a NICU. At 26 weeks, she went to active labor at that hospital. Wow. They stopped the contractions, but they were going to life light her from that hospital back to my hometown where she lives. All right. Only to be told that every single hospital in the city is 100% max capacity. Absolutely. Then she, they were going to try the state capital, which is about two, about 100 miles north of me, two hours. Every single sit, uh, hospital bed in the state capital, max capacity. Yep. The next closest hospital that had a NICU and was a trauma center available to handle the kind of care she needs I'm not going to say where I am, but you'll know where I'm at, was in Las Vegas. They were going to life flight her to Las Vegas. Wow. Wow. That's – wow. All because these hospitals are filled so much with COVID patients. My city and county right now is averaging 600 cases per 100,000. We're one of the top right now. Wow. And we're we're on a curfew. Our our city and our county both put us on a 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. Yeah. Mass required in public in my city and my county. My state governor, however, is a jackass and doesn't do anything. That sucks because where I'm at, I have a pretty good governor. I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, you do. But I think we have a great governor here. He's awesome. But you know, I I think think I've said this before. I think I've said that I really wish that our 45 would have done the right thing. If they would have done the right thing, I think one of the things that they should have done was close the entire United States of America at the same time. Because what happened is all these states, they left it up to the governors, right? So all these states, some not even closing down, like Florida, for example. Um, so we closed down, right? So your state closes down, whatever. But Florida didn't close down. And let's say, I don't know, I'm just going to guess states. Let's say Montana, Illinois, Iowa, you know, Wyoming, whatever. So they don't close down, but my state closes down, right? And then now now we reopen and these fools didn't close down, but they're all crossing the borders to all these other states. So what happens? You just jacked up everybody else's immunity where they closed down. So this doesn't make any sense to me. Like maybe maybe my thinking's off. Maybe 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 that's not the solution. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense that we didn't shut down like England. They shut down their whole goddamn country. They didn't just say, "Hey, London, you're going to shut down today," and you know we're going to shut down Heathrow, but keep open Gatwick, which is two different airports in London, right? In England, so 
you know what I mean? Like that is just stupid. Like, why didn't we just shut down altogether? And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's not the solution. Maybe that's a stupid solution, but maybe we should have just shut down altogether. The entire United States just shut down altogether for 14 days. Then we all reopen and our economy is okay. So I'm not understanding why everybody, you know, California shut down at a different time. Florida, who the hell knows? I don't even think they <laughs> shut down. Did they ever? I don't think so. Then you got D.C. shutting down, and then you got Maryland shutting down. Everybody's shutting down at different times and then reopening, right? But, hey, everybody from Florida is coming into your state, and they didn't even shut down. So guess what? Yep. All of a sudden, you got 600 cases that day. So I, I am so confused by why that never happened. I'm a little confused by why that never happened. And a lot of these smaller states, right, or, you know, states with a lot of room, like let's say Wyoming is a good example, and so is Montana you know, Idaho, whatever, they have less population, right? Then we're talking in New York, we're talking California, right? So they're like, oh, we're okay. We're fine because we have less population and whatever, dude. There are still people that go there to vacation. So I am just like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I'm just mind blown by by what seems to be some sort of stupidity. And, and you know, um, I'm sure you've read this in the news. This is fucking hilarious and blows my mind okay so there's places that are shut down okay so you look at colorado for example all right and i'm sure that this has been in the news because that's where i saw this colorado for example okay they just got a damn in and out burger in colorado these fools are gonna sit there and wait in a like the, i guess the first day it was open it was 14 hours to get a goddamn burger okay and then it's like four hours or three hours. So wait a minute, Colorado. You guys are all going to go and wait in a line for a goddamn burger for these hours, but you're not going to support your local businesses that are suffering. So you're not going to go support, you know, and they're talking about how In-N-Out Burger is a billion dollar fast food joint, right? But yet you're yep. not going to support your mom and pop shops that are in your state an order from from them per se go get a damn hamburger somewhere else you know instead of waiting four hours are you serious for i mean let's be honest it's a mediocre burger five guys is better than in and out burger any oh yeah any day hands down hands down you want a fresh burger man cook your own go to a different restaurant support your local people wherever you are support your local restaurants because right now during this whole covid thing these other businesses that are that are owned are suffering and that sucks because they're probably not even going to be able to stay open. Oh no. We have a restaurant that's been open like 36 years in downtown where I live yeah. <clears throat> by far the best Mexican restaurant I have ever been to. And they shut down because they, they can't, they, they just couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it's happening all over. I mean, several restaurants are, are shutting down all over the United States. All these small business owners are screwed. But um, anyway, you know, but, you know, back to the vaccine, I'm totally probably going to go for it. Like I said, it's happening. I'm going to do it. When I do it, the day I do it, I will let everybody know. I will let people know how I'm feeling. I will keep people updated. Uh, we will see how that goes. But um, Cody, I wanted to thank you for joining me. I know that we talked about a lot more than just this vaccine, 
But that's how these shows go. I mean, we all, you know, we get to. Oh yeah, we just talk. We just talk because that's why this thing is called talk amongst friends. That's what we do. I mean, when we're when we're together, it's sometimes hard to stay on one subject for an hour because usually when you sit down and you talk to your friends, you're not sitting there talking about one subject for an hour, right? We're talking about multiple subjects. But the subjects that we're picking are things that we can totally talk about forever. Um, and, and the different facets that affect these things, you know, especially like the vaccine. You're right. Politics does affect this shit because it's been politicized. So, you know, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. And um, you're definitely invited back anytime. I'm sure that there's way more subjects that we can talk about. We, we talk oh, about, yeah. We talk about these subjects when we're gaming. It's pretty funny. So I've known Cody for a long time. We were just talking about how long ago it was that he was actually in the same state that I'm in and, and he was living with us for a while. So it's pretty funny. It's, I mean, like nine years. So it's crazy. Nine years. Ago, yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's just nuts. And we had known each other for years before that. Yeah. So it's nuts how time flies and uh, how things change, but thank you for being here. You're listening to talk amongst friends. Thank you for listening. Uh, keep your ideas coming in. If you have any ideas or you just want to be on the show, hit me up. We'll get you on. We'll talk about stuff. Anyway, take care and thank you. And that concludes this episode of Talk Amongst Friends. Thank you for joining us.